There's a small pile of non-matching hollow luggage in the corner of Studio 5 this evening. Each piece bearing the hollow sticker, I went to Hollow LaveCon 2021, as the radio crew returned from last weekend's virtual get-together. They simultaneously sigh with disappointment at not having been able to meet people in person, but grin when they realise how small their bar bill was. They settle down, consummate professionals that they are, almost as if they hadn't actually done anything different last week and so didn't need to remember which was their own seat. And they look up as a light illuminates on their panel, next to the description, ish, which tells them it's 8.30 and time for the mystery voice to utter those immoral words. Our mics are live. Good evening, good evening, everyone who's not on the night shift, and welcome to this week's Hutton Orbital Live. And if you can't believe that it's been a whole week since we were last on air, it's because it's not. Glad we're back in our usual uh, slot, as it were. Uh, we've got the usual suspects here tonight. I'm Harry Balzac, and we've also got Wilma Fingerdoo. Evening, Harry. Next to me, there's the ever-apologetic apology officer. Well, I'm not sorry. And neither is Juan Kerr. What? What did I do now? It wasn't me. You didn't see me. Who we did see is Norma, though. Yes, I'm here. <coughs> and I didn't do it either. What we are going to do, though, is the news. No smirking. My face is up here. Blocker, blocker, shocker, as bulging sacks must be emptied. Oh, This mug is great. This week saw 07, 07, 07. The galaxy gets a buffing. It's on the blink, we think. It's the event segment. It seems, after a recent patch, that there's been a change of emphasis on the part of the people who take your photo. You know, the one that appears in things like your friend list, the one where everyone seems to think it's right to smirk. Well, that's not happening now, or at least if you are smirking, we can't tell, because either the Pilots' Federation is solely employing photographers who work only from a seated position, or else the camera tripod is broken and the heavy lens has started to droop. Speaking of droop, what is happening now is that everyone's portrait is now of their, well, to be blunt, oddpiece area. And the galaxy is in an uproar. Not since the days of Commander Flashheart has the artificial enhancement of your get-up stuck out so much from your rig-outs, and pilots have been heard murmuring about what a waste of money it was to get facial tattoos and spiky hair if all anyone sees is the part of their suit where they stick their fish and chips to keep them warm on the flight home. But the sales of large and extra-large size cod pieces are reportedly a growth industry. Pilots are, however, being discouraged from trying to find ways to express their personality in their new photographs after an experiment with tinsel, lipstick and ring flash went terribly, terribly wrong. 
space, as we're often told, is big. Mind-bogglingly big. There is one space, though, that, once it's big, has its limits. We're talking about your locker. If you're of the best-put-forward persuasion, then you'll be familiar with the huge collections of stuff that the occupants of settlements, derelict or indeed occupied, leave lying around. Bottles of this, widgets, gadgets, tubs of that, fibre optics and hush, push and trash. Videos, plans, the collected works of Alan Stroud volumes 1 through 50. Mountains and mountains of things. As the saying goes, waste not, want not, and nothing goes wanting as your average trucker snaffles and pilfers their way through bases, bringing out their inner Viking as if they'd just discovered a remote, unprotected abbey full of monks and treasures that just need to make their way back on your longship to your fjord. After the first month or so of indulging their kleptomania with wild abandon, truckers have discovered that no matter how big their sacks are, if there's nowhere to empty them, then they've got a big problem. Computer says no. Not allowed to get back in your scarab, and most certainly not allowed back on board your ship. One cat video too many, or one left-handed coiled woojimajigger in your sack, and that's it. Game over. How does one solve this? Four simple rules for you. Number one. Don't hoard, spend. Yes, visit the shop or your nearest engineer and offer to swap your smorgasbord of stuff for a bit more shooty-shooty-pew-pew pew, or those cool night vision goggles you saw in the innovations catalogue. Or bigger batteries. Number two. Just turn around and put it back again. It's not yours, you dastardly robber. Look at the bottom of that bottle of ionised gas. Says property of Alan the industrialist, do not touch. Just don't leave litter on the ground. Number three. Go to the bar and offer to swap all the stuff for a few more beers. Of course, the barman doesn't have any beer, so he'll swap it for something more shiny, like cash or some titanium plating. Why the bar serves titanium plating and not dry-roasted peanuts is anyone's guess. Of course, number four, you could sort it out the Hutton way and call your friends and see who's in need of some of it and help them get their own shooty-shooty-pew-pew pew sorted. To help, Alvin has authorised the creation of a multi-coloured Hutton Swap Shop bring-and-buy facility over at Trucker's Folly. Details on this will be forthcoming over the next couple of weeks. But think low-gravity car boot sale and you won't be far off. Or, given our propensity for colourful things, some kind of strange bazaar. Our very own Major General Noctivagus, ably assisted by Commander Cully, has been making mugs. Lots of mugs. Mugs in many different colours, mugs with different wording, but all in one size. Small. Really small. In fact, the only mugs that we've seen that were smaller were in the hands of one of the excellent products from Claire Helen's Minifig and Voodoo Doll Parlour. So why have they been made this diminutive? Is Nocti trying to perform a practical demonstration of the phrase these are small but the ones out there are far away? 
Is he trying to make mugs small enough that can be smuggled past the authorities during an on-foot scan? Even if the handle makes retrieval afterwards a little painful, and they'd need a thorough scouring before, scouring before they, you'd trust it to hold any liquid, or indeed to put your lips anywhere close. The answer, he assures us, will be forthcoming shortly. But in the meantime, through the power of quantum entanglement, witch space engineering, as well as a dash of leaky frame shift plate energy, these mugs might actually be bigger on the inside. Then again, we might just have the most potent coffee in Elite Dangerous Galaxy, and this is the safest dose size. It was the 7th of the 7th, 3307 this week, and for once the day shift and the night shift agreed on the date. Numerologists the galaxy over sought to make a quick credit in ascribing all sorts of significance to what, after all, is just a date, on an arbitrary man-made calendar, of which the most frightening consequence was that if you add the numbers together, you get 21. And as all truckers know, 21 is the number of the oath, and should be spoken only in whispers, lest you be visited by Hutton's own relentlessly cheerful spokesperson, when all you really wanted to do was be alone and be miserable. And it's also exactly half of the answer to life, the universe and everything. But opinion is equally divided on which half. The other prevailing theory is that it was an opportunity for the Pilots' Federation to start a rival community events information system, clearly jealous of the success of Norma Snocker's weekly outpourings. Apparently, there will soon be a central database where commanders can register events that they are organising and the combined timetable will be available on GalWeb for anyone to search. We are sure that this will be a popular offering, but we're not worried about it replacing the personal touch that Norma offers, as she offers a helping hand to commanders to ease them through the tense early days of any expedition, and we know that commanders the galaxy over get a warm gush whenever Norma says their name live on air. The tireless team at the Pilots' Federation are, as ever, beavering away slaying shipboard and suit-bound bugs with wild abandon. Striding across the computer systems like a starship trooper, they're using extreme prejudice when hunting and exterminating pesky foibles. With a whack of their trusty rolled-up newspaper, and occasionally, if the situation demands, a slipper. They've taken a look at the firefighting equipment available in settlements and disconnected the safety breaker from the mission computer system, making that, even if it's on fire, or was, you'll now get credit for bringing the power back on. What's more, they've added some extra blips, pips and blobs to your heads up display, so now even if you're left, well, even if you left your fancy pants night vision goggles and torch at home, you can find your way to that crate the mission giver left their dirty washing in at the first attempt. Just don't stub your toe. Added to that, they decided that too much ranking was making people go all funny. Cramp in their trigger finger. So, in agreement with the rank awarding authorities who make the little stickers you apply to your shoulder pads, they're giving you more credit every time you blast those dirty scabs hanging around on the street corner. 
You'll be elite as a mercenary in no time now. Well, only if you're flossy and have a big pan. Well done to the Pilots' Federation. We know who to call next time Thar comes a-knocking. And we'll make sure we've got a suitably sized mug and a piece of card so you can lob him out of the station window humanely. After another relatively calm week, things have been settling down across Hotton Systems. But in the last 24 hours, we have been beset by a spate of stuff going on the blink. Those open box water purifiers and only drop once power generators we bought from Honest Ron's fleet carrier have proven to be cheap federal knockoffs. The smug sweetness of lowest price long forgotten as the purchasing manager's efficiency bonus meets the acrid bitterness of poor quality. Normal maintenance procedures have been followed, but turning them off and turning them back on again failed at the turning it back on stage and communal tutting, head scratching and rummaging through drawers for the warranty of return to normal levels. Percussive maintenance, carry out with, carried out with increasingly heavy range of implements, has been temporarily halted until Big Harry comes over with his 20 kilo tickler from a long day in the shipyard's panel beating anacondas. Pick up some lucrative contracts from your school chums to truck in water purifiers and power generators at an absurd profit to AVIC-WISE at 0855-0714 and LP245-10 to relieve the infrastructure failures. Only three systems are below 40%, Barnard Star, Epsilon Eridani and Ross 671. So give them a bit of truckerly love as they recover from previous calamities. At the top end of the systems league, the usual overachievers are at it again with seven systems over 60%, with LP532-81 on almost 80 and continuing with the general theme of lockdown, everywhere is expanding. Yes, we're expanding from somewhere to somewhere else again. Oh, and if you're the trucker that is secretly making a fortune in LP532-81 and overinflating it, Knock it off, or someone will mosey over and burst your bubble. Meanwhile in Colonia, Grand Paladin Hanky asked that truckers win both the election against Colonia Cooperative in Ale Procol Harum Centauri, and also get hot coal out of yet another infrastructure failure. We have left Hotel Carson and Ari, that is all. Priorities this week, if you want to truck something, help relieve the infrastructure failures and boost Barnard's star. If you want to shoot something, hold your fire, clean your guns and reflect on how everything in the galaxy isn't necessarily better when it's smoking and full of holes. Time now for news about events being organised by and for the Elite Dangerous Pilots themselves. That's you, that is. Links to each of these events will be posted in the chat as we go through. First tonight, Commander Mephisto has a two-week summary for us, since he didn't have time for an update during LaveCon special. His postcard postmarked Fleet Carrier Consu, Follow the 124 waypoints of the Cannon Challenge in Luxury, says. 
The features at waypoints 45 through 49 of the Comfy Cannon Cruise were E, T, L and K type anomalies. A V-Ride Lagrange storm cloud, platinum metallic crystals as well as water ice geysers. But waypoint 49 is also the closest to Sagittarius A, only a few light years away from the supermassive black hole in the centre of our Milky Way. So Konsu stayed around there for over a week to refuel tritium, also to give passengers the chance to go sightseeing and enjoy the conveniences of Explorer's Anchorage. Congratulations to Commander Bellager for attaining the Exploration Elite rank through touring around while his comrades were mining in support of the cruise. After enough staying around, Konsu resumes its journey today. Likewise, Commander Alistair Hope has a fortnight's worth of news from the Inner Orion Spur, where his expedition has been cataloguing new biological features and exceptional geological formations. This week, the Artemis Biological Survey is coming to an end, with its last waypoint this Sunday at Sagittarius A. Since the beginning of the expedition, the participants have collected data on 93 species living on planets with a thin atmosphere, which corresponds to 382 subspecies coloured variants. This has generated an amount of genetic data sold to Vista Genomics of 1,987 million credits spread over 65 commanders, who uploaded their data into the Sequerbog database, with a total of 7,454 samples collected. All these data, photos and samples, have allowed us to reach a really good understanding of what living conditions are for all observed species. The exobiological flora is currently being reworked to provide a complete and well-documented reference for exobiological species. This new edition will be available soon online. Here's a new one, the Apollo 15 Anniversary Expedition. It's the 1286th anniversary of the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 15 mission to Earth's moon. And Commander Yannick and the Mercury 7 Explorers group weren't going to let such an auspicious date pass by unnoticed. Consequently, this Saturday, July the 10th, sees the start of an expedition from the Hind Nebula to the breathtakingly spectacular worlds of David and Goliath in celebration of this amazing achievement. They are welcoming all explorers and commanders of goodwill in what they call, are calling the last waltz of the Horizons era. All commanders of all levels of experience in exploration are welcome. From those who are totally new to exploration, all the way to those hardened veterans of elite with millions of light years under their belts. All will find a place in the community of players that makes up the expedition. And finally, now we can't say we didn't warn you. Next Wednesday, July the 14th, is when Hanky's 6th Fleet Carrier, Emperor's Fury, will be leaving Wolf 124 at 6am BST. That's 
500 UTC for Emperor Hanky's party at the end of the galaxy. If you want to suffer in style, take selfies with some of the Hanky clones, listen to Hanky's extremely questionable taste in music, and be taught more about chess than your tiny brain can absorb. Get along to Wolf124 and don't forget to bring a bottle. Actually, bring two, a full one and an empty one, since there's likely to be long queues for the onboard facilities. And that's this week's roundup of community-led events. And if you see any we've missed, please let us know. Ooh, we made that to the end without anyone dying. That's a first. That was relatively seamless. It, it, seamless? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, it does seem less. seamless as in, you know, like proper seamless, seamless as in it's done right. It's done. I've seen it. It seemed less before. Yes. Mm. The, uh, <laughs> the the show isn't over yet. No, there's still plenty of time. <laughs> We've got plenty of to opportunities to mess it up. <laughs> yes, loads of time. Yay! It could all go terribly, terribly wrong. Wow. <laughs> ah, well, that was that. Well done, everybody. Ah. Right, well, we're doing some talky, talky, bantery, bantery bits. It says here. Ooh. Yeah, banter, banter, banter. So, um, where, where's that guy who occasionally shows up? What, what you know? Who's who? What's his name? What, Ex tourist. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, he's he's on. He's actually on puppy duty. Ah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, the Vantian household actually has a new member, a very small puppy called Bodie, and. Vantian's, well, I suppose the technical term is knackered because mm. uh, looking after the, the puppy as it's been separated from its litter, Vantian's been uh, sleeping on the couch. Uh, he says that's why he's sleeping on the couch, but I'm, I've yet to speak to his wife about it. But, it, <laughs> uh, I, but he's been sleeping on the couch, keeping the puppy company, uh, and the puppy is very nice and sleeps well apart from, say, four o'clock in the morning when he hits Vantian in the face with a hiking boot, which is about the same size as the puppy. Um, yeah, and, and I think I, I found think, this thing. Let's play. I think I think <laughs> so, it was anybody but but Vantian. I think the puppy would find out how easily he could wear hiking boots <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so which right now which one is asleep? Is is it uh, is it Rudolph or is it the puppy? I'm I'm confused. Uh, oh, wait, both of them. Oh, it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's probably it's probably both or neither. He stopped posting pictures, so I'm, I think they're probably both fallen asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, if I'd have done they'd both be sleeping there. Yeah. Until one yeah. of them needs a pee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that'll be old. Uh, that'll be um, Rudolph Hacker Van, Van Tien because um, apparently the puppy already did that on the carpet. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. <laughs> I think the puppy's trying to give Van Tien some. Teach the Van Tien. This is how you do it. Look, on the carpet. Yes. Yeah. Training. None of that going outside. It's cold out there. Yeah. <laughs> The world is my toilet. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and everything everything looks like a leg to hump. <laughs> oh, you, you've been talking to dead meat again, have you? <laughs> <laughs> so what have we been doing, everybody? What have we been doing this week? Uh uh, what's what's oh. the game been doing? What's been doing? Uh, I, mean, I, I don't want to know private life. It's not, well, I'm not interested. I mean, what <laughs> what did the live stream say this week? Because I missed it. Well, the, well, the one on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, what did they say? They said um, 
some things. That Odyssey <laughs> is coming to console in the autumn. Yeah, well, that's, so, that's, that's okay. not exactly breaking news. No, I know, but they, if I said, well, I'm not going to say it because somebody will quote me, but if they said it was coming later, so they're, they're still saying the autumn, so that's good news. Yeah, they're still saying the autumn, that's true. Yeah. No, no, but if, if they were saying summer, I'd expect you to do cartwheels around the studio. But oh, yeah. If they yeah. said, oh... It's going to be 2022. Exactly, which they yeah. didn't say. Or winter. No. So, <laughs> no. so it's still autumn. It's, staying, it's still on track for autumn. Mind you, the weather today it feel, felt a bit autumnal. Yeah. But anyway, autumn. I, 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 I think they go with the calendar rather than the weather, though. Yeah, sure. but but <laughs> yes. I think that don't you think that that was the focus of of what they were saying and about the fixes they'd be putting. The idea is get the get what fixes they can in Dodds. You get the first tranche yeah, through, fi- but then, and then release then, on console. In, yeah, and then get to the point where the console players are having to wait long enough. We don't have to wait. Yeah. Get the console player to wait another and year till you, everything is absolutely perfect. Now, it's, it's, and all you I bastards will have stolen all the good planets for fast footfall. Yeah, too late, too late, done. Yeah, way ahead of you. Yeah, um, yeah. But the, if there, you there can are show no, your no appreciation, yes, chips has landed on every single planet in the galaxy. I would say a good six months ahead of me. <laughs> I don't know that many. I saw somebody the other day. I'd like six hundred. What um, first footfalls? I, I saw just somebody, that somebody on Galbook. Yeah, um, I'm just looking at mine. Two hundred thirty-three. So, I think I might have had 10. <laughs> so I got, I got told something today. I'm going to run it by you guys. Okay. Live on air. Yeah, yeah live yeah. on air. So we can all discuss it. It's just us. Yeah, it's just yeah. between us. He's not a real prince. <laughs> you know, he really oh, isn't stuck, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was told that the um, servers for um, Horizon and um, the latest expansion have just... Oddity. Know, Oddity. Yeah, oddity um, are separate, so you can't actually play um, that, Odyssey with people who own um, the Horizons. Yeah, at the moment, that's true. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's that, right. They, they did announce that it's a lot of it's to do with the, the changes they had to make uh, mm-hmm. to make sure. The, the thing is, they're being played on separate servers, and we know when we had a lot of problems in the. Early days of Odyssey, when everything mm. would ground to a halt, it's because there was so much data going backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards between the two sets of servers. It's the, the the thing is they don't really want to muck around too much with Horizons people and start putting too many changes into that until they're ready for it. You know, the, yeah. uh, the original intention was that it would be seamless, but it's, it's mm. proven to be more difficult yeah. uh, in the it's short term. It's going to be that, more so. seamless than they expected. And, yeah. yeah, and I think if you've got Odyssey and you want to play with your friend and and uh, yeah. Horizons. The other one. You can you, log off. You can yeah. log off of Odyssey and log on to Horizons yeah. and play it that way. You can yes. Yes. Mm. But that and that avoids the embarrassing um, moment of oh, I'm just going to step outside my SOV. Oh, you can't. Oh dear, how sad is that? <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. you see. <laughs> but, but, but I think I that's, still want to do that now. That's the, that's the I'm grinding against the windscreen <laughs> of your SRV, and there's nothing you can do about <laughs> it. I think that's entirely the entire reason for it. No, just to yeah. stop embarrassment. No, it's not testable step at all. Say, yeah, it stops people getting out and peeing on your wheel when you can't get out to give them any trouble for <laughs> on, it. On the, on the exhaust, so it smells all the way down the road. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That shows far too much knowledge, chicks. There, doesn't it? Guilt, guilty. Yeah. It's the old shoving a space potato up your exhaust, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yes. So yes, it, it, that is true. I mean, uh, and it's uh, it's it's something that they've been um, 
they're having to do at the moment, but it's not something that they desire to do. Well, it's good news. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. Uh, hot boxes and hot psh. Hot um, pistols. Yeah, the sooner we do that, the better. I mean, that'd be, yeah. that will be good. But yeah, yeah. Aching to have mm. a go on it. Yeah, right, quite honestly, I'd, I'd take it as it is now and quite happily play it, mm. you know. But I have to wait. They all we, we we actually covered it in the news, didn't we? We mm. talked about yeah. this new events uh, page. Mm. Oh um, yeah, won't be in game yet. They want to they want to um, get it live and running on the interwebs. Um, and it might, if it's successful, they might consider putting it in game. But who knows? Um, yeah. It will be moderated by. They'll kind of vet that it's sensible. <laughs> I can imagine the uh, yeah. I can oh. imagine the event titles if they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Harry, we're all meeting up in Beagle Point next week. Be there. And then, of course, you get there and you realise it's been a massive joke. <clears throat> None of that. Yeah, yes. that's not what I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, <laughs> of event titles and going, that's good. That's good, because at the end of the day, there are, there are so many sort of facilities I, within the game to interact with people. It's, it's Yeah, I think it's, it's a good thing to be able to do yeah, that. And you can yeah. look it up. It means you can be in-game and you can look it up and see whether there's, you know, if you're looking for something to do, there's a place, you know, you can look it up and go there. Yeah, I mean, the, obviously the service that Norma offers is, is worthwhile, but we can only cover a few of them. Hmm. It's basically the events uh, generally that I contact the people who run the events directly to make sure that we try and get updates from them because I think that's nice that we might still be able to do that in the future because big expeditions like that it, you're getting a running commentary on what's happening rather than yeah. just oh there's an event and if, you, and if you're not signed up for it you don't know what's going on yeah, yeah. and I think yeah. the um the the same player events page or whatever they're going to call mm. it that's good enough for letting you know that the event's on but you want to hear what's happening mm. you know and that's what we get on Hutton News uh, when Flossie does the event, the community events and things like mm. that, is mm. you find out yeah. what people, what's happening and what mm. people are actually doing on on existing events, and you can catch up if you're late, you know. But mm. yeah, mm. so I think there's still a space for for us to do what we do oh, as well. Space, eh? <laughs> 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 oh. But oh, to big enough. <laughs> yes. Oh. Oh. Um, they they talked. Speaking of events, mm. they um they mentioned LaveCon, which of course um. We, mm -hmm. in which we participated yes. uh, <clears throat> last week. God, which was awesome. Almost, yes. yeah, almost a week ago. And they I got to stay up late and everything. They referred Ooh. to everybody's favourite radio show. <clears throat> Not, uh, no. What, LaveCon? LaveCon <laughs> mentioned oh, Lave Radio. I wondered who would split that. <laughs> <clears throat> and they referred Hutton? to the legendary, legendary. <laughs> so, oh, that's Hutton. us. Hutton Orbital Radio Show. Woohoo! I think the word was infamous, but you carry on. <laughs> no, he said definitely said legendary. Oh, I wrote really? it okay. down. I thought, shit, I better make some notes as here. As in something that happened hundreds of years ago, and nobody <clears throat> yes. knows really what it's all about. Yeah, mythical. <laughs> we are legends in our own lunchtimes. Legends. Yeah. Legends. Legends. That sounds nice. <laughs> legends. Yeah. Legends. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's nice. <laughs> well, and then there was. Um, we we like. We like LaveCon. We it's a, it's one of our favourite events. Yes, even if yes. we have to do it dis at a distance. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah because yeah. of the injunction. Mm -hmm. But hopefully uh, we'll be two, two all together years. doing it again soon. Mm. And of course, yeah, well, I, they, I think well, <coughs> ECM. I think we should just mutter, mutter, mutter. ECM, 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 ECM. You know, mm. that would be if if it 
can happen and people can find time and get it organised, that would happen well in advance of next year's LaveCon. Yeah. <coughs> the Easy premier get-together event for Hutton Truckers, certainly. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Let's do that next no. year. Mm. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. I don't want to do this stupid stay-at-home stuff. Let's go out. Uh, so, Let's do it in Glasgow, <laughs> so I don't need to travel. <laughs> Done, Glasgow. So, question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Answer. Who is Arf the pirate? Ah. Well, because well, it says that in the script. Yes. Yes. Arf. Arthur, Arf. Arthur told me, community manager and pirate. So you been... didn't watch today's live stream? No, no. no you, you must be in employment. You are. I, I am, yes. <laughs> well, for, the, for those well, who've got all uh, afternoon to we, sit uh, around well, watching well, stuff I, on the internet. I, I, was, I was recording location, 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 so, you know. <laughs> oh, well, as long as you've got it recorded. <laughs> oh, God, shoot me first. <laughs> so this afternoon, the two of the community, community managers um, had a Twitch live stream and they... So did a bit of role playing, and they they played as pirates in the game. But to make it more fun, they also dressed up as pirates. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was Arf, on radio. I don't know why they're bothered. No. Arf <laughs> <laughs> sort of went for a I don't know, it was kind of a Jack Sparrow, yeah. bald Jack Sparrow, the hood from Thunderbirds look, uh, um, but with without the mono brow and the glowing eyes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And the sort of... Oh, without the glowing eyes, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't recognise the other one, was it? And the attractive daughter. Paul Crowther, apparently. Mm. Oh, was that Paul? I, mm. I couldn't I couldn't tell. I Somebody didn't had see it, but I thought scar- it typed on all... <laughs> he had a scarf on his head and a patch, and I could barely yeah. see his face. And Mr. Uh, Mr. Briscarido, dressed as a pirate, he striped mm. a T-shirt on, he was like Mr. Smee from Peter Pan. So they did their usual Thursday afternoon sort of live stream gameplay. Um, and then pirate? they came back at 7 pirates. o'clock and did another one. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't so, see this afternoon's one because I'm, I'm gainfully employed. But uh, I did see the, the evening one at 7 o'clock. They came back on and did more. Mm. Yeah, I, didn't see that. I saw about 10 minutes of the first one. Mm-hmm. I think it lasted about three hours, though. <clears throat> wow. But, it's, uh, this, I don't know about it. I, 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 I like the sort of community news and all that kind of stuff, but I just get a bit bored watching other people play a game for a long time. I go, oh, I want to do that now. And I yeah, fire yeah. up I, my own version. I, and Yeah, I, I can't at the moment, so I'm quite happy to watch other people doing it and kind of pick things up and learn things. But, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, those hmm. hatchbreakers, I've never used those before. So I'll give that a whirl. Hmm. But I think notoriety, do I want that? Mm. Yeah, well, see, this evening they were doing spaceship piracy. They were doing massacre missions at bases and stealing things and getting shot at and shooting back. Oh, yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. So they were on yeah. foot tonight. Mm. Oh, yeah, when I say on foot, I mean one foot on. and a wooden leg, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. 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 So it looks like they've, they've had a wee thing. Thought, well, in the afternoon we'll do spaceship piracy and then later on we'll do on foot at a base piracy, you know. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. I, I didn't type any pirate jokes in the script. You'll all be, well, the, the listener will be relieved to hear. No, I've, some, I've someone, in... uh, I was going to say, someone did type aardvark. Oh, did they? Oh. Is it time to move on? And it's why, in why the, do sa- we it's, why, it's why in the pe- same why? handwriting as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know, right? <laughs> why is it that people who put that kind of thing in the script are idiots? Because they are. Mm. Because uh, they are. are. Mm. Right, well, that's 
done that one to death. That's, yeah, that's, that's mm. done. Yeah. Anything even less interesting before we move on? I'm going to Beagle Point in the Type 6. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, thanks. What's the, what's the shortest jump ship in the game? Ooh. Anybody? Anybody? Bueller? Anybody? Well, I mean, any ship can really, you know. Any ship can be Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can get an eagle down to about two light years. Well, I was wondering, because obviously you need a certain jump range to get to Beagle Point. I wonder what you that do. is. Uh, it's, I think it's about 37 light years. I could do that in my Type 9. Yeah. Oh, I did do it in my Type 9. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Do, do oh, runs to take? Oh, go, we had CGs at, at Colonia in the early days to mm-hmm. to take stuff out there. So yeah, no more than that. The Type Six is the it's the last of the T ships I haven't taken it. So I've taken out the Type uh, Seven, uh, Type Nine, the Type Ten. So I get the Type Six and then I've done the set. No, I had a Type Six when we were doing the original CG for the mugs. It was I, mm. I didn't have much money back then. It was it was early days, uh, and I also <laughs> couldn't afford to, too many rebuys with the code blockading us. Mm, had a few of those, but mm, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm actually quite impressed. The the jump range is up to about fifty eight light years. Is so, that with all the uh, whizzy bits on? I is Guardian frame shift. Yeah, it's got an engineered. Um, yeah, it's got an engineered FSD. It's got a Guardian FSD booster on, and I've taken the. Um, I've taken the planetary vehicle hanging out. Hmm. Do you remember back in the day when you could only get 37 light years out of an ASP? Yes. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah. That's, I, my first trip to the core was in an ASP that could yeah, only do too. 30 light years. So yeah. was mine. It was, I think I got up to 34 because I watched, I watched a video on how to build an exploration ship and I managed to build one that was quite good. Sanjay with no shields and no weapons. Yeah. I thought, look at me, look at me, proper explorer in my 34 light years. And mm-hmm. it took me six months to get out there and back. Mm. <laughs> it probably took you six months to plot a, a five jump. <laughs> when you get to the core, like a five jump route. I, I kept cute, getting distracted. <laughs> oh, no, I was, I was Ooh, pretty nebula. Oh, look at that thing. Look at that thing. Yeah. Right. In, so, well, uh, in, even in the ad- absence of Vantia, <laughs> oh, we've we've managed with the the Vantia Memorial Waffle. We managed yeah. to get. Well, that's enough stalling from me. <laughs> On we go. <clears throat> right. Picked up everybody else. Right. Time now for the serious part of the evening, where Beetlejuice plays Laurel to Wotherspoon's Hardy, or if you like, Bruce to Wotherspoon's Arthur. It's the Galnet News Digest. Galnet News Digest, 8th of July, 3307. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Federation in secession crisis. One more week for Ida. Thargoids come out to play. Buckyballers finish last. There was a plan for what would happen if the Azalad Chufri lost. There was a plan 
for what would happen if the conflict was unresolved or if the Azalad Shufri ended one, two or three tiers ahead of the federal forces in the form of Nesh Incorporated. But there was no plan for the total and utter humiliation of the Federation at the hands of the tiny Azalad Shufri. Perhaps it wasn't quite as bad as the Federation losing by the full eight tiers, which would most likely have meant even Saul choosing to leave the Federation. But it was pretty bad. In the light of the Federation's badly organised and poorly executed attempt at quelling the rebellion, not only the Azalad Free, but also the Coalition of Uteran, the LP 726-6 Free and Gluskap Labour have declared their independence, and the Federation is left wondering what other once-loyal factions will choose to leave as a result of Hudson and Archer's disastrous attempts to use the Seven Martyrs bombings as an excuse to snoop on the people and organisations of the Federation. The humiliating defeat of Hudson at the hands of a tiny provincial faction must surely bring his future as president into doubt. At the very least, his incompetent second-in-command, Jerome Archer, must surely resign after this federal fiasco. After an amazing effort over the past two weeks and following the expulsion of the marginal Thargoid presence in four systems where they seemed unshakable, Operation Ida has completed repairs in the Colsac Nebula and the Pleiades, with all damaged starports in these regions brought fully back online today. The only remaining station requiring repair is the Kumo Council's outpost in the California Nebula. Operation Ida remains impartial to galactic politics and doesn't really mind if the damaged starport belongs to a bunch of space pirates who happily steal all the repair materials already 50% repaired thanks to the extensive use of fleet carriers to ship in materials, California Freeport will be fully operational for pirating and undercover trade by next week. And given the Kumo Council's newfound friends in the Dredger Clan community, and with Sirius Atmospherics and Sirius Mining preparing to exploit the untapped alien resources in the region, it might be just in time for a new chapter in that out of the way corner of the human bubble. They may have been named after monsters that turned people to stone, that had snakes for hair and indeed many heads. But the Thargoid basilisks, medusas and hydras have been notable mainly by their absence in recent weeks. You could drop into as many non-human signal sources of level 6, 7, 8 and 9 as you liked, and you might see a few scouts, but the main event, the star of the show, the supervillain, the Thargoid Interceptor, would be nowhere to be seen. This was, as interspecies conflict negotiator Sally Morgan Moore noted, hindering Commander's attempts at xenological research. And she's worked her magic. As of late on Tuesday night, the heavy hitters of the Thargoid Battlefleet are back in action, together with their full complement of Thargon swarms. So if you really want to spend 45 minutes being tranced in combat by a big ugly space spider flying a slimy green bioship, you once again have that option. It's up to you. Blaze your own trail. 
see the galaxy, seek out new life and new civilizations, end up as a slimy lump of goo-covered space wreckage, and enjoy the Remlock ride home. LaveCon may be over for another year, but the buckyball race, the LaveCon Lockdown Challenge, runs until Sunday the 11th. It's a very silly race involving a keelback, an SRV, a ship launch fighter, and for those lucky enough to have an Odyssey permit, a 200 metre dash on foot. Buckyballers, famed for finishing last, are running their time trial over nine days to make sure as many people as possible get the chance to clock slower times than Skur and Shea Blackwood. It's a threading-the-needle kind of race involving travelling through the two station entrance tunnels in your SRV, your SLF and your keelback, but thankfully not trekking through them on foot. So, if you fancy having a go, head on over to the Lavecon Lockdown Challenge and make sure you submit your evidence by midnight on Sunday. And remember, it's not winning that matters, it's taking part. And if you believe that, you believe anything. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to. And remember... It's not winning that matters, it's photoshopping that final time screenshot. Thank you, Commanders Beetle, Jude and Wotherspoon. I don't know why I say that, they never watch the show. Which is presumably is why they record their bit. They're probably out now, carousing. Not giving the rest of us a second thought. Talking of party animals, it's time to go to Flossie with the CG News. When the... Universe is in trouble, bug infestations in the bubble, your home stations burn rubble. What on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives, let Flossie tell you what it is, then you can get involved with this should listen to what Flossie says Interstellar Initiative Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you can get involved with this Now you should listen to what Flossie says Hello, Flossie here with this week's CG News First of all, last week's CGs The fight for Azalachu Freed Independence finished at 40 years ahead of Fight for the Federation against Azalachu's Free Independence, which failed to reach even Tier 1. Therefore, Azalachu Free, Coalition of Uteran, LP726-63 and Gluscap Labour will all declare independence. And this week's new CGs... Support the Kumo Cruise Initiative and protect the Kumo Cruise Initiative. The Kumo Cruise Syndicate is requesting deliveries to mass produce a recreational drug. The drug is believed to originate with the Blue Viper Club, a nomadic clan travelling aboard an ancient dredger that recently appeared near Kumo City Station. 
Arch Corsair K. Valentine, representing the Kumo Council, provided details to the local news feed, the Pegasi Sentinel. Helix will change lives across the galaxy, derived from high-quality organic crops and with many medicinal and psychological benefits, it is guaranteed to bring contentment. All we need to kickstart manufacture are deliveries of ergonomic treatment, liquid oxygen and performance enhancers to Kumo City in the Pegasi sector PN-TC3-14 system. She later called on all freedom-loving pilots to help protect this initiative and that they will be handsomely rewarded for their efforts. To support this initiative, hand in your bounties to the Kumo Council at Kumo City in the Pegasus Sector at PNT C3-14 system. Many authorities have registered concern that this will exasperate drug addiction and misuse, which are common social problems. However, some markets have shown interest in the potential new product. Vox Galactica has reported rumours that it may be previously unknown strain of onion head, a highly popular psychedelic. It remains unknown whether the Blue Viper Club cultivated it aboard their dredger or acquired it from another source. Each completed tier will ensure the effective distribution of resources and equipment to locally supply the medicinal drug. Experts estimate that reaching Tier 1 will enable it to be stocked up at 10% of anarchy-controlled industrial markets. Tier 2 will extend this to around 20%, Tier 3 to 30%, Tier 4 to 40% and Tier 5 will extend it to around 50%. It is expected that if Tier 1 is reached, the project will come to market around the 22nd of July, 3307. The initiative began today, the 8th of July, and will run for one week, and if the target is met earlier than planned, either aspect of the campaign will end immediately. And that's it for this week's CG News. Flossie told you what to do Thank you, Flossy. Wow, interesting CGs this week. I might just have to pop over and see if they need any testers for the final product. I mean, whatever it does, it can't be worse than some of the things I've ingested for this show, can it? Oh, and talking of psychedelic trips and breaks with reality, it's time now for the Hutton Sports Report, brought to us, as always, by the Apology Officer, who this week appears to be a small Pink Mouse singing the Marseillaise. Right, where was I? Welcome to the Hutton Sports Report. The Hutton Sports Report is sponsored by the Hutton Helper. The only third-party resource to come with a compilation of 20th and 21st century Swedish pop classics. So you have something jolly to play as you maim and kill your enemies in those old combat zones. This week we have the following events. The When I Called You Last Night from Glasgow ABBA Super Trooper Tournament. The All She Wants is a bigger cargo bay, Ace of Base Race. 
The it's the final countdown on a mission from Europe, Mission Runner Shield, the bounty hunting obsession, Army of Lovers Armageddon. The it could have been love, but it's over now, Roxette Cup, and the my favourite game, Cardigan Wearing Taxi Driver Tour Trophy. So don't confuse your bennies with your beyonds, double points if you can hear the drums and your name is Fernando, and Dancing Queens are wild. The classified results are Oster Angel, 174. The Shriek, 86. Old Dead, 41. Montgomery Python, 27. Mindwipe, 440. Montgomery Python, 387. Attic, 194. Attic 2, 159. Iron Beagle, 132. Palm, 45. Space Otterly 67, 107. Okayam 79. South Britain T Slurpers 4. Ukrainian Chicken Kievers 0. The people of West Britain have returned to their valleys. Wolf 359 Wanderers 2. Hagho Caledonian Thistle 2. Dynamo LP525-39 1 Alioth Alliance 2 Decals for Ouster Angel, Iron Beagle and Space Authority 67 Please email i2part at hutandorbital.com and arrange to collect your hut decal kit which this week contains a big bulk of self a big book of self-assembly stuff from IKEA to ensure that you have the look there's only one hot and run on the books again this week. This one was by Commander Jintosh, who recorded the time of 1 hour, 29 minutes and 51 seconds, which puts them in 435th place overall. Have you played your way through the entire Nicky and the Doveback catalogue? Yes, I mean both albums. Have you had too much abacales and now you feel a bit sick? Why don't sit around waiting for the inevitable synth-pop vomithon? Get out into the galaxy in your favourite ship. Take a chance on Hutton and distract yourself, although knowing me, knowing you, we'll need to raise an SOS at some point. And remember, the winner takes it all. Well, if it all is a Hutton decal, that is. But before you do that, why not take a moment to go to hot.forthemug.com and download or sign up for the Hutton Helper. Let's face it, anything happens to be better than realising you still have meatballs left but no sauce. Well, that's it for me. Back to Studio 5. Thank you, Mia. Nice to see some new decal winners again this week. Now, assuming she's recovered from whatever she was smoking earlier, it's time for Amelia and the Galnet Rares Digest. Good evening. This is Amelia Hawke, reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. We try all the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous commodities. So you don't have to. If you picture palm trees in your mind, then you enter a visual landscape of white beaches, cerulean blue oceans, and little fluffy white clouds floating lazily high up in the sky. Pina coladas, 
Federal officers on sabbaticals scowling at the Grom faction that they've reached the sun loungers first and put their towels down. The smell of sun lotion and late night beach parties. You'll probably picture the thick trunks topped by leaves that probably haven't changed much since prehistoric times. Providing just the right amount of shade and dappled light below for when you need a little respite from the heat. In the little planters between the hotel and the seafront, smaller specimens wave in the breeze. Leaves like little green swords rustling as you pass. It's about as inviting a picture as you can get. And in the case of Delta Phonesis, if you were looking at a photograph, you'd be absolutely right. It's not often I get to visit somewhere this beautiful with the Galnet Rares Digest. As we fly, by interplanetary shuttle on approach to the sea, we pass over green fields of crops, wheats, barleys, fruits of all sorts, and then, dotted throughout each field, the odd lonely palm tree. Crop yields here on the planet are high, far higher than the ergonomic domes you find on many other planets. The reason? Those very same palm trees. They're a natural pesticide, not the sap or the oils themselves, but the tree itself. The trees themselves are sterile. They don't produce bunches of hairy nuts on top of their trunk. There aren't giant seed pods with creamy white interiors. Of course, the trees haven't worked this out yet, and unlike many other palms, they flower. Abundantly. Huge purple flowers gather in the location where you'd normally get nuts. The flowers are more like pom-poms than they are a traditional petal, stamen, stigma variety. And when they fall the base to the base of the tree, it looks like it's floating on a purple cloud as the pollen puffs into the air. Yes, they're sterile, but haven't evolved beyond the need for pollen yet. The trees have developed a rather bizarre life cycle. The pollen is like catnip for insects. A palm pom-pom plummets to the ground and insects from miles around are attracted to the colour and the scent. And this is where the Phoenicia palm strikes. The pollen is invasive, attaching to the insects and burrowing into their brains, taking them over. The insect has only one thing on its mind at that point. Snipping, biting or chewing off a palm leaf and carrying it away. The Delta Phoenicis palms reproduce via cuttings, and in the absence of a handy gardener in their evolution, and due to the rather tough nature of their leaves that are completely impervious to storm force winds, they rely entirely on mind controlling any insect they find. The cut leaves are taken by the insects, abandoned when they die, and root themselves to form a new tree. The trees are the perfect natural pesticide, putting the insects to use to bring about the next generation of trees. Farmers galaxy-wide cultivate the palms throughout their fields to keep them pest-free. You'd think that this makes the beaches in Delta Phoenicis even better. None of those biting insects to leave red welts on your skin, or itching like you've not changed your flight suit in months. I discovered why the beaches are so quiet. It's the pollen. Whilst not actually dangerous to humans, if breathed in, it has a side effect. 
It induces hallucinations, but not the trippy, swirly, colourful kind, a more subtle and ultimately far more disturbing kind. The hallucinations manifest as seeing something out of the corner of your eye, the kind of thing that might be one of those wasps you get at summer picnics that make everyone jump up and flail around in panic, or react like a spider has just crawled into your hand, or the crazy hand-waving you do when you realise when gardening that a slug has just slid into your hand. It lasts for hours. That feeling that there's a mosquito somewhere about to nibble you, or a creepy crawly just at the nape of your neck. Then, of course, there's the problem if you happen to be standing under a tree when one of the pom-poms falls. One minute, paradise. The next, you're surrounded by purple pollen, and then seconds later, covered in zombie bees attempting to chew off one of your arms and bury it in the soil somewhere nearby. I'm Amelia Hawke, and when reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest, I did indeed stand under one of the palms looking up. And yes, I got a Delta Phoenicis palm pom-pom in the face. I've tried being covered in bees and panicking over the mosquitoes that I can't actually see, but were sure were coming after me, so you don't have to. You're better. You're better now. She's covered in bees. Hairy nuts. Mm -mm. (laughs) Thank you, Cloud Atlas, for that. (laughs) (laughs) I did did notice hairy nuts right at the start as well. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. It was all pure filth. No, it's 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 always pure filth. This is Hutton. It's just the way she reads it. It's perfectly innocent. Plants in particular, it's all a bit filth. Yes, it's all innocent until it gets into her mouth. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what what I say? <sighs> all innocent. Just that that's that face yeah. of simple innocence. Well, simple. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't believe you. No, nobody does. I was just looking through my sets of sounds see if I had raucous, unbelieving laughter. And I, strangely enough, I haven't got that, but I'll get that for next you, week. Uh, you can record those and use it for next week. <laughs> well, that was an interesting one, yes. Uh, mm. Yeah, so it's a, it's a nice pesticide, but um, very dangerous. purple yeah. pom-poms. Yes. That picture of the ant, was that one of those ants that gets... Uh, yes, the, yes, the original was... was a spore in it and... Yeah, yeah it was a, a yeah. proper zombie ant, yeah. I mean, I'm playing oh, around yeah, with it. Yeah. The colours had been changed, changed a bit, but uh, yes, that was a proper yeah. zombie ant, yes. I've heard about them, yeah. He's mm. gone up the tree. Mm. That's, that's the ones that actually get infected by a fungus and they mm-hmm. actually... It, in, yes. it compels them to climb up as high as they possibly can. And then and, clamp in. And, and then the sing. Tree. yeah. And, and then, then the fungus eat, grows out of them. Yeah, the fungus eats them from the inside out and yeah. grows at the top of their head. And that's. It's, uh, and I can then see where they got the inspiration for this. Yeah. Don't have nightmares. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or have well, that's, nightmares. that's child's play. Come on, if you want nightmares, I can tell you some stories. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Mm. <laughs> not on air, though, because it's, it's you know. <laughs> it's before the midnight watershed. Yeah. It's five o'clock somewhere. Gin <laughs> o'clock. Yeah. Hmm? Yes, it's 34 minutes past midnight somewhere. <laughs> yes. Oh, and four minutes, you know, 25, two, and somewhere like India with half half hour time zones. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that, that's it. That's enough of that. This, this, this is not the way we're going to be doing this. <laughs> no, 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 no. This, no. Is, I think, this will be a record because it'll be an hour and five minutes at this rate. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> at least, at least, right? much is time it? to do other things. Yeah. Green so room. Much time. <laughs> no, it's not green room. No, green, green room is three last, weeks away. Yes, last week, last yeah. one of the why, why, last one of I the month. Re- Got three weeks just, to go. Where have I just read green room? Was it? Was it on the back? Was it on the back? Yeah, yeah. So you're reading it in Teamspeak. Yeah, was it on the back of back of an invisible ant or something? You know, yeah. Mm, I think the back of a zombie ant to some spores. It climbed up a tree, said green room, and then a big spore erupted from its head. Mm. Or an hour and five minutes. Oh, maybe maybe it was just a small pink mouse singing the Marseillaise. You know, yeah. (laughs) See. I didn't get that joke. I'm going to have to Google it. <laughs> no, I just yeah. made it up. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's not a joke. It's just random things put together. <laughs> yes, it's the sort of, sort of thing that you might actually see if you'd been spored. I'd, I no, think I'm, I had a gold hippo and a pink tutu last week. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah. That's... that's you, can't, you, can't, you, get, you mean you're not? You don't get out much, <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I, could, I could certainly do the hippo part right mm. now, but... <laughs> Well, what have we got coming up this week? Have we got anything marvellous coming up in game or anything? Oh, or, uh, will we have anything to talk about next week? If not, if not, we can just put yeah. a repeat of this show up. See if anybody notices. Yeah. Are you trying? Are you trying to cover for half an hour, Sean? No, I'm not. Don't I'm believe me. I'm not. <laughs> believe me, I'm not. I just, I just want to make sure that I've done this properly before. Uh, yeah. Before we go for the the final bit. I think it may be because Vantian's not here. No, don't, don't, don't. Pile on yeah. the lad. He, he he does say he's a, he's only a catalyst. He just yeah, it, it's, yeah. or a doggerlist. <laughs> well, and, and I think it's only because that it does. He, when when he's here with the rest of us, do speak more because it's the only way we can get a word in. Yeah, yeah, you have to actually <laughs> buy it. Aye. But we love him. We love him really. We love you, Vantione. Look you after do, I look don't. after Bodie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we like Bodie and Angus. Right, on that note, I think we will let all of the audience go because they've suffered enough. Yeah, I think mm. so, yeah. Take off for good behaviour. Okay. So plasmosis. And yeah. Yes. That's the thing cats get. Is it? Yeah. Huh. Mm. It's, it's like a kind of fungus uh, that goes um, in their brain. To- toxoplasmosis. I thought humans can get that as well. You can get it from cats. Oh, from cats, cats. Yeah. That mm. It was on train spotting, wasn't it? It happened to Tommy in train spotting, that's mm. right. Yeah. Mm. Lovely. Well, you catch anything on train spotting. Let's mm. face it. God. Yeah. Did Usually you see my toilet? <laughs> right. That's a, that's a, that's enough. The, the, the we've taken the tone Moving down. <laughs> taken the tone down. I, sh- I, sh- I should not. Yeah. I should not we continue this. The depths of toilet. Oh, to- <laughs> yes. 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 Ardbark. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the safe word has been said. Ardbark. So we've said the safe word of Ardbark. Amelia, what is the what is the what is the unsafe word? For the mug! For the mug! 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 Mug!
Journey too long, no cargo too small. Profit margins never really mattered at all. Gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere. Loading all the teen out to the brim with the rest for the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, everybody's seen a trucker song. Flossie always seems to crash into the sun Skibble lights to pile it on the Xbox One Helping out the free, you know who leads us one Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody out For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody's singing the Chucker song. For the more, for the more, for the more. You know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody's singing the Chucker song. Profit margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere. So shout it out loud, like you don't even care for the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we coming from for the more for the more for the more everybody sing the trucker song for the more for the more for the more yeah you know just where we're coming from for the more for the more for the more everybody sing the trucker song Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off?